Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup and information overload hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. The big news of the day is... We have been telling you a judge would have to sign off on this, you know, sweetheart slap on the wrist plea deal with with Hunter Biden uh, as it relates to two misdemeanor tax charges and a gun diversion program. Uh, this same judge, ironically, somebody with the same exact circumstances as Hunter Biden had put that person in jail for five years just on the gun charge. Anyway, so the day ends with Hunter Biden pleading not guilty and and the deal completely falls apart. Uh, this after a very strange night uh, last night where the House Ways and Means Committee uh, ends up accusing one of Hunter Biden's attorneys, I don't know who it is, of misrepresenting herself. It was a woman to the court late Tuesday in an attempt to block the release of evidence that could jeopardize the president's son's deal. And anyway, by Tuesday morning, the committee filed an amicus brief. This is the Comer Committee that... And we just had James Comer on with the Delaware U.S. District Judge in this case. Uh, and anyway, this this whole case just fell apart. And uh, at one point, the judge was angry that the Biden's attorney just wanted the judge to rubber stamp the plea deal. It ended up being a three-hour hearing. Nobody expected it to last that long. And at times, even angrily, the judge said she felt like she was being asked to rubber stamp an agreement that she had serious concerns about. And so that's how this day ends. Um, it's a deal that never should have been struck. It's a sweetheart deal. It does, again, shine the light on what we have been pointing out regularly, and that is a dual justice system. Uh, we don't have equal justice or equal application of our laws, sadly, at this point in American history. And if we don't fix it, we've got, a, we've got major constitutional problems because that document, in a sense, becomes shredded. Uh, anyway, joining us now, he is the head of the ACLJ, the American Center for Law and Justice, 
Also, my own personal attorney, uh, chief counsel for the American Center for Law and Justice, Jay Sekulow, is with us. Guy, that is, How many Supreme Court cases have you won? 21 or 22? I think about uh, last count, about 22. Last, By the way, I love how you say that. Oh, last count, I only won 22 Supreme Court cases. That's all. Situation during COVID where we had four cases and we argued them, you know, it was done by phone, but I still count them because they came out pretty well. So. No, I think you have to count them. A win is a win is a win, Jay. It doesn't matter. Uh, it still counts as, as a matter of law. Um, there were many of us that looked at this plea deal and just immediately said, here we go again. Here, this would never have happened to anybody with the last name Trump. And this is now becoming a, a big issue for the American people. And that is, we don't believe that there's equal justice under the law and that the Justice Department under Merrick Garland has been weaponized and politicized. And James Comer, you know, echoing those comments in the last half hour, your thoughts on the events today? Well, you know, it's interesting. I've, I've said this before in your broadcast. You've said it. Uh, Hunter Biden's lead lawyer um abby lowell is one of the best there is i mean by the, by the way he's scary good he's there's like five great lawyers in dc you're one of them and he's on the list i didn't mean to interrupt you're not kidding if he's if you're the defendant you want abby Lowell in your corner so abby negotiated a, a a very good deal for his client but what fell apart today was the entire apparatus to enter the plea normally on a hearing like this it's just literally to enter your uh the, the plea bargain the plea agreement and the judge asked questions like, what does it cover? Do you understand all this? And they did not have, between the government and the defense lawyers, there was not a meeting of the minds. The government said that this just involved the two tax-related charges and, uh, the, as you said, the deferment of the gun possession from the years 2014 to 19. The defendants thought this was a universal immunity deal. Basically, you you know you you plead guilty to these counts, and you couldn't bring any more charges. Goes and everything that else that might have been criminal during that time period goes away. The government said, no, 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 it's still an open proceeding. It's still an open investigation, so there could be other charges. Uh, Hunter Biden's lawyer said, well, that's not what we understand. And at that point, the judge intervenes and says, you know, here's the problem from a due process standpoint: the defendant is about to waive their rights to a speedy trial, the right to confront witnesses, the right to a trial by jury. And we're not even having an agreement as to what this covers. So I'm not accepting this plea. Go back, work it out, file a brief, letting me know what's really agreed to here, and then we'll reevaluate. At the end of the day, I think the judge will end up accepting it, assuming they come to an agreement. But you're talking about chaos, and then to top the chaos off, you know, the night before you have this apparently bizarre attempt by one of the defense lawyers, apparently a uh, female defense lawyer, calling the clerk of the court, acting as if she's the lawyer for the House who had filed an amicus brief, to get that document off the docket sheet because they didn't like what was in it. And so this morning, everybody thought it was going to start with a sanctions hearing. But that's not what happened. The whole the whole plea fell apart. I, do I think it's over with? No, I don't. Do I think there's a two-tier system of justice? Yes, I do. Do I think this case ultimately will resolve on a plea? Yeah, I do. You do, but now we're discovering more and more through Comer's committee, especially as it relates to the Biden family and, and monies that have uh, have changed hands. You know, it's taken a while to get the 1023 form, the suspicious activity reports. Uh, he talked at length about all these varying shell companies. In other words, an LLC will be formed, but for no real business purpose, 
but for the purpose of just funneling money from one account to another account to another account. Right. And, and he's identified nine family members of the Bidens that have benefited financially, including grandchildren. I'd like to know what they did for that money or how to earn the, how they earned their part. But, um, so it seems that between the, the whistleblower testimony from the IRS, the 1023 form, which I want to get into detail with you in a second, um, that we're now getting a, a, a much more objective picture of just the extent that the Biden family was making millions and millions and millions of dollars from all these foreign countries, many of which are are, are top geopolitical foes like Russia, China, etc. Yeah, so here's why I still think it, it resolves. Uh, it may not resolve as to these other issues, but I think for the years 2014 through 2019, as it relates to taxes, drugs, and guns, this case is going to be resolved. Now, as it relates to foreign agent registration, and that that may be a different story, and maybe they don't come to an agreement on that. But remember, a sitting president can't be indicted, so they can't indict Joe Biden for any of this. That We argued that for President Trump successfully, that he could not be prosecuted as well while in the office. Uh, the president's son's in a different category. He is not the chief executive. He is not the president, so he can be prosecuted. So the question is, you know what, Sean, here's what I think, though. I think this is all being done, and when it does resolve, it's going to give when when the U.S. attorney Weiss is on the stand or testifying before Congress, and they say, "Is this an ongoing investigation?" He's going to be able to say yes. And at that point, that would mean would that kill the plea deal? Because Weiss is now expected. Apparently, he's gotten the sign off from the DOJ to testify before Congress in September. And there have been all sorts of questions about whether his office, John Solomon, reported that Weiss's office had signed off on felony charges to be brought against Hunter. Uh, and yet he didn't go with those charges, which would be highly unusual. Yeah, Weiss says he did not, that, that he he did not seek anything he didn't get. There's a lot. Of, he's going to have to answer that question because there was reports that he wanted to bring charges in the District of Columbia, which you would have to get the permission of the U.S. attorney there or the just, main justice. Same thing in California, but he didn't. So we'll find out what he says. Here's the here's the real scoop on that. All these hearings, they're good. They're helpful. That kind of sheds a light on this. This may result in impeachment. Who knows? Uh, at least an impeachment uh, proceeding before the House of Representatives. The question becomes, does Hunter's lawyer still engage in this plea? And I think they probably do. And the government probably says we're going to carve out, we're not including FARA violations or things like that, which we will be able to say are still being reviewed. Does it mean it goes anywhere? No, but it could say it's still open. Well, we got to now go back and look at the IRS whistleblower testimony uh, on Agent uh, Ziegler or Gary Shapley and, and the things that they were telling us. Uh, for example, as part of their investigation, they they wanted to talk to Biden family members, including Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, et cetera, and that people at the top prevented them from doing their job. But, uh, John, but to be fair, that's the same thing people accuse me of doing when I would not let President Trump sit down with Bob Mueller. OK, separate and apart. You, you That doesn't mean the rest of the family members can't be interviewed. Yep. And IRS whistleblower, for example, Joseph Ziegler, the Democrat, said there's a mountain of evidence that Hunter Biden committed uh, serious felonies. And then they take it a step further, is that they had an opportunity to extend the statute of limitations. David Weiss did, and they didn't do it. And they let the statute of limitations on tax charges pass yep. when they had the ability to extend it. Uh, I can't think of a single American that would get that accommodation. Can you? 
100% you would not. And uh, that, I think, is... Notice he said you would not, meaning Hannity gets no good special treatment ever. No one will. I mean, uh, at that level, let's be honest. I mean, who, who, who lets a statute of limitations... I mean, it, it, when it happens, it happens because the government made a mistake, not because they did it intentionally. All right, now let's go to the 1023 form. And, and you and I talked about this both privately, and I know you've talked about it on, on your radio show. And this is this is interesting because... On this form, first of all, we're dealing with an FBI informant that was extremely credible, praised by the FBI, and paid hundreds of thousands of dollars by the FBI. And the FBI even went as far as to say, uh, because of this guy's great work, uh, that they were able to get successful prosecutions. Anyway, he's meeting with the head of you of Barisma, the oil and gas giant uh, CEO, and and he, he's writing down. Uh, the notes that he took about how the CEO was bragging that they hired Hunter Biden to protect us through his dad uh, and they, that they weren't worried at all that that Hunter will take care, take care of all these issues through the, his dad. Uh, they were angry that he said I had to pay five million to pay one Biden, five million to pay another Biden. It'll take him 10 years to ever track that money down. He stated he didn't want to pay them. He was, quote, pushed to pay them. Uh, thought that that Hunter was stupid. He said it over and over again, and that his dog was smarter than Hunter Biden, but everything will be okay because Joe is going to be the one handling it. Uh, then you have the WhatsApp ma- uh, messages with China, which I'll get to in a minute. Now, that to me is pretty damning evidence, uh, Jay Sekulow, that, that in fact, he's basically describing the the vice then vice president of the United States taking specific actions when he leveraged the billion dollars that he bragged about to get this prosecutor investigating Burisma and his son Hunter, um, you know, off the hook by firing him in six hours, and Hunter continued to get paid as a result of that of that shakedown, alleged shakedown. You know, as it relates to Hunter, he could be prosecuted for this if the Department of Justice decides to seek an indictment. The president can't be while he's sitting in office. He could be impeached for it. He could be impeached for it, but then he has to be convicted in the Senate. And let me tell you what's going to happen there. Not, not going to happen. I agree. Correct. Doesn't mean don't bring the. It doesn't mean do not bring the impeachment charges. It just means, and hopefully, and I know the Republicans will do this. Unlike the Democrats who impeached President Trump, uh, the, the Republicans would allow due process to the president's counsel. We got none before the House. You know that, and I made a big deal about that on the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, when we got the the acquittals on both charges, so yes, I think all of this is live. It's they're now saying, by the way, Hunter's lawyers are now saying it's going to take upwards of two weeks to comply with the judge's order to go through and negotiate this out. So they've got this is going back for round two. That's what this means. Okay, let me go back to the the other issue, and that is the entire enterprise, because James Comer just said we're talking about over a dozen countries paying this family, usually right after visits by the then vice president often accompanied by his son, which they they say was addicted to crack cocaine at the time. Uh, you can add to that the WhatsApp message uh, to a, a Chinese oil executive that I'm sitting here with my father. I'd like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction, I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. And then in less than a week, Jay, the Bidens were wired $5 million. Yep. What do you call that? The government's got to investigate it. And if there's charges that it violates the law, they have to be prosecuted. At least the, the ones that are not the president of the United States. 
Okay, so that's the WhatsApp message, and then they've already identified. I just asked James Comer again. You got to have more. You know this. I'm I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here, but I'm a defense lawyer, so I naturally go to a defense instinct. That's why you're my defense lawyer. Not that I ever want to be defended <laughs> ever. But if, if a five million dollar wire comes in, you know it, it, that looks tawdry, maybe, but it has to be. A, what's the crime? That's what the Justice Department has to determine. What is the crime here? Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. 
That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. U.S.-funded uh, resources, Phoenix Capital Group, they invite you to invest in the heart of America with, our, with their domestic energy corporate bonds. At Phoenix Capital, they connect private investor principal with direct investments in domestic energy assets, usually on the state level. They'll tell you all about it. Your venture in these U.S.-backed equities can gain Right now, up to 9 to 12% annual interest that's paid monthly. That's kind of a vote of confidence in the American dream and the unwavering spirit that built our nation. Now, to find out more, just download the Phoenix Capital Group's free investment packet today. It's at phxonhannity.com. Now, investments in bonds have a certain amount of risks associated with it. You should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Now, before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider, review all risk involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 12% uh, APY. That's a lot of money. Anyway, download for free their investor packet today at phxonhannity.com. All right, we'll have more with Jay Seculo in the next half hour of the program. Uh, we just got to hold them over. This is too interesting to stop. And then we'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN. 
right, 25 now until the top of the hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I want to get to back to Jay Sekulow for a few more minutes, then we'll hit the phones, 800-941-SEAN. Look, if you're getting notices from the IRS and still have not taken my advice and called RushTaxResolution.com, what are you waiting for? Because every day you put it off, penalties or interests are rising. It's making your situation worse. Now's the time to pick up the phone, call Rush Tax Resolution. Do it right now. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They are the best at what they do, the only company I trust, the only company I recommend. Now, many of my listeners have taken my advice over the years. They've called RushTaxResolution.com, and now their tax nightmares are over. Like one man, let's call him Jake. Jake owed over one hundred and fifty grand. RushTaxResolution.com settled with the IRS for 1500 bucks. Now, not everyone qualifies for the IRS forgiveness program, but Rush Tax, they're going to let you know up front and free with a free consultation uh, what kind of relief you would qualify for. And here's the best part. They're only going to take your case if they know that they can help you, period. Call them now, 800-299-8077, 800-299-8077. On the web, it's RushTaxResolution.com. All right, we continue with the chief counsel for the American Center for Law and Justice, Jay Sekulow. Let me ask you, Hunter went on Good Morning America, admitted he had no experience in energy, oil, gas, Ukraine, or China. None. Oh, well, why were they paying him that kind of money? But that's not a crime. That's not a crime to, to pay the son of the vice president sure. money without any experience at all? Do that. He said, and when he asked what experience he had, he said, I sat on the board of Amtrak and I was on a U.N. food commission and I'm a lawyer. That that, that That's not a real experience. Well, but I, I, the reason I'm playing devil's advocate here, it good, it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. So they'll turn this right around on Donald Trump. Well, explain, is there, can you tell me one example where the Trump kids were, were shaking down foreign countries for that wanted to gain influence with their father? Because I can't. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying if there's a charge against Hunter Biden for taking the money other than tax evasion, the charge has to be a substantive crime. It's not just it looks really bad that you're the vice president's son and you're on a board of this company. Let me ask this question. So, okay, he's mentioning his father. We have he implicates his own father in his laptop. Pops takes half his income. He has to pay for Pops home repairs uh, and 10 percent for the big guy. All right. So Hunter Biden, with no experience, is is hired to sit on this board you have a 1023 form where the CEO of, of Burisma is quoted as he's stupid and useless, but they, they're doing it to get access to his father. Okay. Is that not damning evidence to you? To what, what's, what's the crime? I would say influence peddling, racketeering, bribery. What is the crime? High crimes, misdemeanors. Okay, no, that's the high crimes and misdemeanors. Separate and apart. I got it. But the crime, you asked me the crime. Where I want to be careful, Sean. And, and, and you know how I feel about this. It is a two-tiered system of justice. But let me just say this, okay? If they're going to bring charges against uh, Hunter Biden for this stuff, make sure they do an actual job of putting a criminal case together. Not like the nonsense they pulled on Donald Trump. I, I totally agree with you, but on the surface, is that not damning to you? Because it's pretty damning to me, and we need to get to the bottom of it. I'm not saying it. We know that those things happen. We don't know to the extent. It looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, paying a guy millions for no experience, that's, that doesn't happen. You know anybody that makes millions with no experience? I don't. I'm a defense lawyer. Tell me where the crime is. What is the crime? That Burisma made a... They were buying influence to the vice president by enriching the family. 
Cossie's the vice president's son. You know what the that racketeering is that is that bribe uh, maybe potentially bribery. You talking about a federal bribery statute? No, that wouldn't be a bribery. Then what were they paying the money for? He was on the board. They said with no experience. Well, okay, I'm, I'm not saying it looks good. I'm just saying, <laughs> we're going around in circle. Really make it a crime. Show me the crime. Right. I, you know, I had I, and, and to the audience out there, understand, I had a deal with this for four years deforming, defending the former president of the United States when they when nonsense was thrown at him and his family. Do you think this is nonsense compared to what you dealt with? Because I don't statute or law that is violated by this. Okay, is, that, is is influence peddling illegal in America? Influence peddling? There's not a crime of influence peddling. Racket, you, you could, it would fit under the the racketeering statutes, RICO statutes, you know, bribery statutes. Are you taking actions as vice president, which is what that 1023 form alleges specifically? Here would it be? The crime would be this: if Hunter Biden took the money and then gave it to his father for that particular action, there could be a crime. But you're going to have to establish. Not just that he took the money, but it was taking the money to get a result. All right. There you'd have to prove the crime. But again, it's got to be by beyond a reasonable doubt. All I'm saying is I was the defense lawyer for four years of my life defending Donald Trump from nonsense. Okay, nonsense. Makes a call to the president of Ukraine, and they're they're doing an impeachment. And I'm just saying, if they're going to do a thing against the president, whether it's impeachment or something else— have the crime. If you're going to go after Hunter for these other things, make sure you can prove them. I'm not saying you can't. Just make sure you got a case. I think the case is growing every day, but we'll see over time. And I'm, uh, I'm. Uh, that's why I call it the Biden bribery scandal allegation. You notice the word allegations there. Yeah, yeah, because they haven't. You know, nothing's been proved so far. They've got a lot of interesting statements. You know, let me tell you. Can I give you one last thing here? And by the way, Devin Archer is going to reveal a lot on Monday. I'm going to say on this either, but I'm your friend and I'm your lawyer, and I'm going to tell you this. I work for the Department of the Treasury, the Internal Revenue Service, as a trial lawyer. Agents often would want a case charged at a very high level, and then when it came to my office, we'd say, "No, wait a minute. This case doesn't reach that level of felony. It should be this misdemeanor." That happens all the time. I'm not saying that with regard to these agents. Something was played with here. I don't think there's a doubt about that. And I think these agents' testimony, these whistleblower testimony, are that critical to this. The idea that these countries would would do business deals with somebody that they even admit at the time was a crack addict, had no experience, and they talk specifically in the case of the Burisma CEO about the influence of the father, I think is very damning, and I think they're going to have a very hard time getting out of that. That's my take. Who's they? Meaning Joe Biden when he's out of office, and I think I think this is this is going to follow him out of office. The statute of limitation expires. You're right. Okay, that's a good point. You never know, right? You don't. And if he if he's in office, there's nothing you you know. The only way to do that is you impeach him, convict him, and then you can try him. He'll end up pardoning himself and Hunter before it's all is said and done. He has the absolute authority to do so. He does. Agreed. It's a, the power of the pardon is absolute. People are going to be mad at me because I was acting like... Nobody's going to be mad at you. You're being you. We like you being you. <laughs> That's all right. All right, Jay Sekulow, Chief Counsel, American Center for Law and Justice. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Now let's get to our busy, busy telephones. Uh, let us say hi to Maria is in the great state of Wisconsin. Maria, how are you? Glad you called. Oh, just fine i've been listening to you it's great <laughs> oh thank you i'm glad you're out there thank you for listening thank you for being a part of our program what's going on i wanted to find out if 
he is found guilty, can Joe pardon him as president? Pardon Hunter? Uh-huh. The power of the pardon is absolute. He absolutely can. Oh, my God. Then why are we spending all this money on it? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a good question. You know, I, I know in the case of Donald Trump, you know, one of the things that he said is, you know, he felt that people had a right to be found innocent and that he'd wait to the end of the process. And then he ended up pardoning some people that he felt were unfairly treated and unfairly targeted. You know, I mean, I, we, we this is where the dual justice system kicks in. The the actions of James Comey and, and General Flynn and Paul Manafort and Papadopoulos and Roger Stone. I mean, it all fits in, doesn't it? You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, 30 agents, guns drawn, pre-dawn raids, fake news, CNN, cameras, frogmen in the back. I mean, it's, it's insane. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Maria. Glad you're out there. Uh, Mark's heart is troubled. What's up, Mark? What can I do for you, my friend? Well, uh, thanks for taking my call. So over the past several elections, I know I have and I know many other people have completely lost faith that the elections are fair. So it's, it's a, you know, you always get the same mantras, oh, nothing to see here, steamroll the results as long as they comply with what the left wants. And we see countless policies and, and divisions of the government fail the American people. You know, the Homeland Security, FBI, Department of Justice. So now in my lovely state of Michigan, rumor has it that election laws are, are now changing. So, like, for example, ballot boxes, you know, the Zuckerberg boxes or however you want to call them, don't need bipartisan representation. They call them drop boxes. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then I've heard the term Zuckerberg boxes. I've heard that. <laughs> so if there is not bipartisan representation when the box is open, how can they guarantee the proper chain of custody? The beauty of how every state votes or maybe the curse of how every state votes is the, the states will get to decide now in a perfect world nope. this is how i think our voting system should be you need voter id you need signature verification you need chain of custody controls uh you need updated uh, voter rolls and partisan observers watching the entire process all day and all night long and if I had my way, we'd have paper ballots only, with exceptions for the elderly, the infirmed, and the military, and make it a national holiday, Election Day. And everybody gets to go to the polls, use a paper ballot, and you have partisan observers in every precinct in the country watching the voting that day, so no shenanigans take place. And when the polls close, partisan observers, all sides, watch the vote counting. And then they declare a winner after they've added them all up together. And that's what I prefer, but that's not the system we have. So we got to deal with the army we have, the, the system we have, not the one we wish we had. And that means that Republicans, now they've taken a very big effort now on this issue of banking your vote. Republicans have been reluctant and resistant towards early voting and voting by mail. That must end. They have to get in the game earlier. You cannot start out Election Day down hundreds of thousands of votes. Many states allow legal ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting defined as somebody else handing in other people's ballots. I don't think that practice should happen. It, it, to me, it could lend itself to a lot of corruption. Not a good idea. But as long as it's what the Democrats are doing, 
Republicans better match their efforts. And frankly, they ought to surpass their efforts if they want to win future elections. And then when we win more elections, then Republicans in states, they can change the voting system to the one that I described. The one with the most, I think, would that would the, the one that would have the most integrity and that people would have the most confidence in the results on. That's what I think. Okay, but furthermore, to take it one step further. You take it furthermore. Go ahead. Do you, do you honestly feel as though the FBI, the Department of Justice, can all be completely revamped without destroying them and rebuilding them? Because they've, they've proven time and time again that there is an outrageous amount of bias. Yeah, I think the the FBI's involvement in the last two presidential elections, I, I, I you, you're singing from the Hannity written hymnal. I've been saying this for a long period of time. And uh, do I think that the I, I don't think it's a majority of FBI special agents and employees. As a matter of fact, I'd say over 90 percent of them are honorable people that live in our communities and, and put their lives on the line to stop, you know, really dangerous, bad people from harming us. And but it's the upper management, the upper echelon, seventh floor people, if you will, deep state people, if you will. They're the ones that, you know, have corrupted the system. The FBI had Hunter's laptop in December 2019. They verified its authenticity in March of 2020. Then why were FBI agents in the months leading up to the 2020 election meeting with big tech companies weekly and warning them they may be victims of disinformation campaigns and it may be about Joe and Hunter Biden? That, to me, they, they could have confirmed that laptop was real to the big tech companies. They did not. They had authenticated it themselves by that point. They didn't do it. And Facebook specifically asked, and they refused to give them an answer. Right. And so they were pre-bunking a story that they knew would be public, because they knew Rudy Giuliani had a copy. Right. Okay, does that answer your question? So I think it can be cleaned up, and you need more honorable people that believe in our Constitution and the rule of law and equal justice and equal application of our laws, you need more of those people in power. Right, but the problem is anybody watching the congressional hearings today, you know, about the Oversight Committee and all of that, we see these, you know, the head of the FBI, we see everybody that goes on stand. They are lying under oath, but nobody ever... Well, Christopher Ray, you know, sometimes they, I think they do lie and, and you know, Merrick Garland and, and David Weiss may have some serious questions to answer. You know, you watch Christopher Ray and his last appearance, what, a week, week and a half ago, whatever it was, um, before the committee, he dodged, he ducked, he weaved, he obfuscated and answered very little. It was a, it was frankly a, a, an effort in futility. He has no interest I can't talk. in restoring this, what should be and once was the world's premier law enforcement agency to its prior greatness. And that's to me is a shame. I totally agree. All right, my friend. Thank you for the call. All right, everybody knows if you're a Second Amendment lover, ammo's expensive, it's in short supply. What you may not know is you can train without ammunition in the convenience of your house or in your backyard, and it's all because of the technology, military-grade technology of Mantis X. You may not also know the best shooters in the world, the majority of them, actually all of them, do most of their training doing dry fire practice at home. Now, the Mantis X Firearms Training System is no ammo. It's an all-electronic way to practice and prove your shooting accuracy. 
You simply attach it to your firearm and, you know, put on your phone and you're, you're good to go. It gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your shooting technique, guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. Mantis X is even used by the Marine Corps, the Army, Special Forces. In other words, you're getting military-grade technology at an affordable price. Mantis X will improve your shooting dramatically. It's a must-have for anybody that's a serious gun owner. And, of course, if you're a gun owner, you've got to act on your Second Amendment responsibilities. That means being competent and confident in your shooting ability. Anyway, just go to their website, mantisx.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X dot com. America, CBS TV, and it's the news like nobody else. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, that's going to wrap things uh, up for today. We got an amazing uh, Hannity tonight, the crazy unfolding of events from yesterday. Uh, we have Jim Jordan, James Comer, Ted Cruz on all of that. Also, Congressman Jason Smith, he's on the powerful House Ways and Means Committee. Yeah, uh, this weird experience where uh, apparently someone on Hunter's defense team, a woman that's a lawyer, tried to represent herself as having been from the Ways and Means Committee. What, what's that all about? Uh, the UFO hearings, we'll get an update on that. All coming up, set your DVR, Monday through Friday, 9 Eastern. Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.